On today's first round KO, we talk all about the NFL draft. We talk uh, basically the first top, what, 15 picks we talk about and our grade. <laughs> and then we talk about the Packers draft. We talk about the Chicago Bears draft. And we talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars draft specifically. Let's get it. I'm on the move with it. They are watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on a move with it. Hey, I'm watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. I'm on a move with it. Yeah, I'm on a move. Welcome to the most must hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. I swear. I thought you were going to forget about it, and then when no. you pause, I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, Connor has a new do- nickname. No, I don't. And I won't mention it, because he's not happy about I it. I do not have a new nickname. Hint, Doug Martin's not happy about it either. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> I'm only going to preface him with how you got to that nickname and how I'm going to freaking super kick you into the next millennium well, of you we were said. playing softball and you're like, I'm I'm surprisingly strong for my size. And I was like, well, well it started. Well, you said it first because I, yeah, like, I like I like roped like several to like uh, left mm-hmm. and center. And then the, and then like the two in the entire day that I poked into right, I end up driving. Yeah. And you were just like and you were just like, holy, like, holy crap, you've got some pop. And yeah. I was just, and I was just like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, physically, you don't see it. Internally, there's quite a bit of strength underlying in this tiny ass frame of mine. I'm so mad that the wind was blowing in. There was it really? Bl- yeah. There wasn't a lot of winds. It was blowing in enough. I didn't feel any. Well, it was blowing, but it it like stopped and started so much. Because there was that one that I cranked towards the end. Yeah. That just felt it. I just felt it off the bat, and it didn't even make the warning track. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way. No, there's the one where I like put it like right at the bottom of the fence. Literally, it was, the, it was it wasn't even the bottom of the fence. It was the top of the fence. Was it? It was, was right th- under. Was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday you put one right under the yellow on the fence, like you were literally like a foot from hitting it out. Because I know, like the last time we did it, like there was a couple where I just cleared it. Yeah, yeah, we all hit two except Tom hit one. I think the first time right. we played. But and then the, I was just surprised that there was some that I was. That they were like a little bit lower outside. I just poked and drove the damn thing to center. I was like, damn. I was like, okay. I love softball. I was like, what the hell was this X many years ago? I can't wait to play this summer. I'm so excited since we haven't played for intramurals yet. Seriously, I'm about to look for a summer team too. Yeah, I'm very excited. But anyway, we are here to talk the NFL draft. Yes. So, for those of you who saw my mock draft, I'm, I posted it Thursday morning. Uh, <laughs> not the best. There's a lot of red. It's a lot of red. <laughs> that I'm looking at over here. I'm trying That's to a remember. Lot of red. I'm trying to remember where I kept my NFL one. I should try to find it somewhere, but or my NBA one. I mean, because I don't know how accurate my NBA one was. I got a couple right. I know, but I got seven for the NBA or for the NFL one. If you count <laughs> Kyler Murray at number one, even though I said <laughs> the Raiders were going to trade up for him, I still pick Kyler Murray number one. So I'm going to keep it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I don't know the the draft. There are a couple of questionable picks, but there are a couple. The, there's also a couple like you know that people that fell that shouldn't have fallen. Right. And 
you know, that couple questionable, especially in the top ten. So I mean, I mean, we'll just jump into it. Kyler Murray at number one to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a roller coaster going into the mo- into the draft because the, at first the Cardinals weren't going to take him because they have Rosen, and then they started trying him out. So then they're like, okay, maybe we'll trade Rosen. But then like a week before the draft, they're like, we're not taking Kyler Murray number one. Rosen's our guy. And then draft day comes and it's like, okay, we're gonna take Kyler Murray. <laughs> it's so weird. And then I think it was day two. Uh, during the second and third round, they ended up trading Josh Rosen to the Miami Dolphins, which is interesting. Right, because we're going to put up. First of all, did you see the rant uh, Steve Smith had on uh, Josh Stephen Rosen? Stephen A? No, Steve. Uh, Steve Smith. Oh, like the receiver Steve the, Smith. Yeah, the ex-receiver. On He went in on this. Like, go find it on, on Twitter. On the Cardinals? No, he went in on Josh Rosen. Oh, he tore him. Dish. I'm just sitting there. I was like, all right. At first, I saw like one sentence. I was just like, what's Steve Smith got to say now? And then I watched the entire clip. I was just like, damn, he's right. Basically, basically, he called him uh, more or less like entitled and he proving that proving everything that he uh, because he because he went like super petty, like unfollow the team and like whine and cried and everything. Basically stuff that that's he, just the world of sports. True. But like stuff that his like character and everything showed at UCLA why people why there's like questions about him it was like talent wise he's there but maturity wise and, and all that stuff he's he's too much of a pretty boy wants things handed to him and if things aren't don't go his way he he bails it's almost like he should have sat behind someone for a year <laughs> I wonder who says that all the time <laughs> well it, in his case in his case yes there's certain quarterbacks yes. that that can start right out the game Kyler Murray is one of them Josh Rosen Talent-wise, there. Maturity level, not there. We'll Clear s- as day over draft weekend. We'll see if Kyler Murray is. I am sold on Kyler Murray. I'm just worried. I think he has the drive and the love and the passion for the sport. And I think Cliff Kingsbury, yes. being, uh, knowing the system that he ran at Texas Tech mm-hmm. and everything and just some of the pieces that he's put around him so far in Arizona, I think he'll benefit. My only worry is that is Kyler going to have enough protection because yes. he is a mobile guy. Yeah, I actually a mobile guy with a very strong after arm. I don't remember if it was after day one or day two, but mm-hmm. I I downloaded new rosters on Madden and I played. I just I hit a random and it was the Cardinals. I didn't even think about it, and Kyler was starting, and yeah, he's even mobile in that game already. Like he just runs every play, mm-hmm. and it was pretty. The the protection isn't very good for. I know this is based off of a video game, but it's pretty decent. Yeah, re- realist realism. Um, can't wait. The play. protection isn't very good. I can't play. To, can't wait to play with him in Madden twenty. I know. That's besides the point. Um, yeah, you can get him an ultimate team. Say what? Protection's that. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, yeah they ultimate, do put him in ultimate, ultimate team. team yeah. Yeah. But yeah, protection's not that great. Um, he's got enough talent on offense. I think as far as the running back positions, he's uh, got a. Oh, he's got easily. David Johnson. He's got Fitz, who's kind of ageless at this point. I'm trying to remember who's going to be. Other. Who's going to work wonders for his I, development? Yeah, I agree. Um, I know they have a couple other receivers. Josh Brown? Josh Brown, speed guy, will be good for him. He had Rosen, and the Cardinals were just crap last year yeah, as they had the number one pick. <laughs> I just feel bad for Rosen. I, I, I'm still a firm believer that uh, he should have gotten drafted by New York last year by the Giants because he would have sat behind Eli. He would have developed. He would have been behind a two-time Super Bowl winning champion. It would have been – he wanted to play for New York. New York wanted him. And I think he would have been a little bit – I think he would have grown a little bit more tougher yeah. skin playing in, you know, 
the media capital of the world where, and, you, where and, you breathe wrong, they'll scrutinize And just you. not playing right away. Like, he's like, all right, you're right. I have to get better. I have to wait. I have to learn behind Eli, hmm. all this kind of stuff. I just think it would have been a better situation because now he's down in Miami. It's the same situation as Arizona. Like, quarterback depth-wise, who was there in Arizona to, to, like, really threaten him? No one. Like, Mike Glennon, who they cut, or I think is still there. This year, though, Fitzpatrick. Oh, is he down in Miami? They signed Fitzpatrick. Well, I mean, which is good because you have have, uh, a guy like him to help him. But, again, he's going in there, and they're bringing him in. He's in a warm weather state, and they're like, all right, you're the guy. You're my boy, Blue. And I just want to see – the maturity thing is what's going to get me. It's yeah. I want to see if he's going to grow up and be mature because the way he's going, he he legitimately I think is still in that UCLA pretty uh pretty boy mindset. This is remember this is the same guy who somehow snuck a hot tub in his like dorm room and everything and all and all that stuff. And there and there's more stories about that and then legend. Him. Wait for it, dairy. dairy. I mean, in theory, it's like, dude, this dude's a baller. But in the league, you can't really, you can't be a pretty right. boy. You know, we've seen people like you. Know, we've seen people like Odell Beckham, who uh, it, it has hurt his career. Vastly. Right, and then and then he, it just so happens that Odell Beckham's a, a freaking generational talent yes. in wide receiver position. So he has same as Antonio. Right. So we had, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, OBJ has that in his locker. He has that to fall back on. We don't know enough about Josh Rosen for him to go into pretty boy mode already. I personally kind of love this because if Rosen ends up starting in Miami, we're just gearing ourselves up for another Ryan Fitzpatrick start week four, come in, Ryan Fitzmagic. He's going to go on a three-week run, and then he's going to throw five interceptions in week six. I just can't wait. Did you? There's like a – I think there's like a literal picture of like the Fitzpatrick cycle and everything. And it's like – Signs for signs for a new team for a one year deal. Yeah. Starts week three. Yeah, goes on a tear. Throw uh, earns contract extension. Throws five picks. Gets cut by team. I can't. And then the cycle begins again. Like I was kind of worried because it's like, oh, he doesn't have competition. He's gonna start week one. Now he's not <laughs> going to. And we're gonna get him week three. I can't. <laughs> with Miami. It's, in all honesty, he just lucks into these positions. You know what? You got to make do with what you got, and he's not a bad quarterback. But no. In all honesty, though, like all the jokes, all jokes and everything I said, I do hope Josh Rosen figures it out. I do hope. That, I agree. You know, I do hope that Miami, for where whatever reason, quarterbacks go to not learn how to develop. Um, Brock Osweiler, Ryan I think Tannehill, they, anybody. As much as I didn't like Tannehill, I do think they might have given up on him. Too soon? A little bit. Because he came back from injury, and they weren't terrible. Mm-mm. They were kind of in that middle spot. I I don't know. It seemed – and to trade him to Tennessee, it was weird. I, I don't know. I just thought that was a weird move by them. Well, I mean, Tennessee doesn't, doesn't really have an established backup or a quality quarterback to back up Mariota. They had Blaine Gabbert, but again, <laughs> quality. But, like – He gets the job done when in spurts. That's fair. Tannehill and I guess – It'll push Mariota. It'll push Mariota, which isn't not to say that his job isn't and, is and, being threatened, but it and maybe that's what Tannehill needs is like okay now I'm not the starter I got to work and get better exactly yeah. and Tennessee got the be- got the better deal I think because they get a quality quarterback who they know can win games mm-hmm. so if Mariota who the last couple seasons has been having trouble staying healthy protection people yeah. uh that na- name of the game if you have mobile quarterbacks if he gets hurt 
I will take Ryan Tannehill over Blaine Gabbert any day of the week. Oh, 100 percent. Um, at number two, Nick Bosa from Ohio State going to San Francisco, and he already made he already made himself an enemy to, to with some of his comments and everything. What did he say? I didn't see any of this. The co- uh, Kaepernick a clown and all that stuff and everything and. It basically started he off. Called off. Ka- Kaepernick a clown. He called Kaepernick a clown. He is a he is a white male. And then yep, and then all of that, and then that prompted the whole thing about the night. And the Niners have now signed a few people who have been like super, and at some point in time, very vocal about basically the opposite of the Kaepernick thing. And Nick, it's Nick, it's yeah. The okay. Ni- the, well. ni- the Niners quickly became one of my least favorite teams in like record time. That's frustrating because I, for whatever reason, as soon as Garoppolo got traded to the Niners, mm-hmm. I kind of like, not, not all in, but I was very excited for that. I was excited. I'm still excited for yeah. Garoppolo. Yeah. Not, I, but I'd want to disassociate myself from the 49ers. I know. I was kind of like rooting for the 49ers, mm-hmm. except for the one week where they play Green Bay this year. Agreed. But, oh man, that frustrates me a little bit. Anyway. Anyways. With that aside, talent wise, talent wise, he's incredible. Oh my, he, I, there's I, people who have said he could be better than his brother Joey Bosa on the Chargers, which is saying something. Which is very much saying something. They're both out of Ohio State. They both only played one year, mm-hmm. two years. I don't know what the NFL thing is. I think well, I think, I think, I think two years. I th- yeah, I think it's two or no, I think it's two or three or something like that. I think it's two for sure. Well, Joey, I think at least played like think his final year, whereas Did Nick, he? just, I think, I'm pretty sure Joey came out early. No, I I know he came out early, but I think he oh. played in that last year. Played oh, mul- and played oh. Multiple, whereas Nick was just like, well, screw you guys, I'm going home. When Joey was there, they that was with JT and Cardell Jones when they won the yeah, that was, championship. Yeah, that was, I that was a squad. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that Ohio State team was. So, a I mean, how I think if Nick would have, I think if they would have made it to the title game this year, he would have played. No, I, Nick I sat out literally all year. He was just like, <laughs> peace. That's true, man. Yeah, that's like, You know that vine where the dude just hits the peace and just disappears? That was literally Nick Bosa. That's this, fair. This year. He's got a bad attitude. We've he does. seen that. But, I mean, from a talent-wise, he, he's going to be good for the Niners. That's if he, num- can, he had number one pick potential. If he, he can he keep his nose. I think he was a number one pick up until, like, midway through the season when Kyler Murray ran through Ram I agree. Shot. Yeah, I, I agree. Um he, he he's gonna be fantastic if he can keep his nose clean. I was gonna um, say if he just shuts his mouth and yeah. plays. Which, <laughs> funny, the African American says that about the white guy. <laughs> How the tables have turned, y'all. But in all but all jokes aside, like no, he's he he does have a very suspect attitude. Yes. Which again, he's a great talent, mm-hmm. but is he really in a position to automatically right. display that that I don't think suspect attitude. Personally, I don't think anyone coming out of the draft has the ability to do that. No, you all have to go earn your, Agreed. Earn your spot. Agreed. Unless you're an Andrew Luck, who just kind of—I mean, he has a great attitude anyway, so he wouldn't do that. But he basically—they traded Peyton Manning <laughs> to go get so that they can draft you. I mean, for the most part, it worked. Minus the fact oh, one hundred. That is arm. I'm just saying, like here. he was. The next guy. You oh, know, easily. Kind of Andrew Luck, I still think is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Quinn and Williams at three. That's that's such a New York Jets pick, and I love it. Yeah. I love it It so very much. much is. I – yeah. The, th- the Jets have always traditionally had a very uh, good to incredibly strong defense. Yeah. It's such a Jets pick. It's perfect. Specifically the defensive line part of this. Yes. I personally think there were definitely better players – 
on the defensive side of the ball, i.e. Josh Allen, who somehow fell to seven. <laughs> You're not complaining. I'm not complaining whatsoever. But even Devin White uh, at linebacker, like I get the, the Jets pride themselves on a ooh, excuse me, on a good line, and they have C.J. Mosley at linebacker, so like beefing up that line is going to be good. I just feel like there is better defensive talent than Quinn and Williams. I think I had him going four anyway to Oakland, but which I think Oakland also had because <laughs> they ended, <laughs> I think they panicked and went, uh, uh here's a guy from Clemson. <laughs> right. Did they win the national championship? Yes. No, did you see did you see how many people they drafted from the national championship game? I think they drafted like I think like eight Oakland? Oakland drafted I think like <laughs> ten or something like that who played in the Natty Champ. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because even <laughs> Slim Farrell is not where even it, it he is number 23 on the big board. He's number six as far as position goes. They panicked. They panicked. I really believe that they panicked. <laughs> they so panicked. But anyway. Um, I, I, you know, you actually, know, okay. You, you know, know what? John Gruden really liked his pass rushers. <laughs> liked. Um, <laughs> Quinton Williams actually, okay. Maybe I didn't do my homework right. Quinton Williams was the number one overall dude. <laughs> like, well, no, that's why I said it's a great pick for the Jets. That's fair. Which I, I also didn't realize he's the question, Bama. why is Josh – I don't know if it was schematic fit. I don't know I don't know the scheme that Josh Allen played in Buffalo under Lance Leipold, by the way, uh, would have fit in with the Oakland. I don't know if Oakland runs 3-4, 4-3, whatever, and I don't know what they ran in Buffalo. Literally, there are four teams that – well, three, I guess. And Quinn Williams is a quality pick at three. There are three teams here. Oh, that they could have gotten Ed Oliver. Could have. Could have picked. Josh Allen. Or Ed Oliver. And he just fell into our laps at seven. <laughs> Literally, Josh Allen. I mean, Allen, I agree with Ed Oliver. Yeah. Josh Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver should have been. Oh, my. Selen Farrell. Well, apparently you saw. I what, don't know if I'm saying that, first of all. I mean, you heard what you heard the report where the Raiders, like, sent out all their scouts and everything. Like, sent them out the room because apparently they, they have a move that they didn't even consult the scouts over. I have it on. I'm willing to bet that was it. I'm willing to bet every scout who was who's part of the organization was like, really? You sent us out to do our due diligence and kicked us out the room to draft this guy? I legitimately had Sullen Farrell falling to 20 or to 30-something uh, with Green Bay. What, whatever pick. Yeah, That's a 30. reach. It's such a reach. I had him falling to 30. And like, maybe he proves us wrong, but this is such a reach. At the number four pick in the draft? Now, there's another reach two picks later, which I'm ready yes. to like, just break down a window. But. Uh, I think Devin White's a good pick for Buccaneers. They, they lost um, Quan Alexander. Quan Alexander. Who went to uh, San Francisco. San Francisco's going to have a decent that defense. defense gonna, mm, um, mm. Yeah, th- so they lost a linebacker. So you get a key linebacker at number five in, De- in Devin White, who is a great talent. He was going top five in most mock drafts I saw. So, yeah, I think that was one of the – Pat myself on the back. That was another one that I got right. Um, yeah, I just – yeah, that I, not much else to say. That's yeah. just a good pick to replace a player that oh you lost. Oh, my goodness, yeah. It, yeah. I think that's a really good fit for him. Yeah. And then the new Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I'm stamping them right now. The New York Giants <laughs> are the new Cleveland Browns. <laughs> They're going to be shit. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. All right. So At number six. Let's just look. 
at all of the talent, not only at the quarterback position, but just the overall talent. Because to be the fair, Giants, to be fair, they do need a quarterback. Yes, but the Giants went into this draft saying we are going to draft the best, poss- the the best people, on like, on, on their, the board on their big board. Probably. Well, still, like the the people with the most talent, we're gonna make ta- we're gonna take the most talented people. Josh Allen goes to the next pick. T.J. Hawkinson, arguably the best tight end. Ed, Ed Oliver, Oliver, one of the best defensive lines. Devin Bush, uh, all of the, Dwayne Haskins, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. They showed a video. They showed like a video clip of him when they when the Giants took X person, and they, like Haskins, just like started laughing. He did. He, he's like, okay. Um, Who else we got? Jeffrey Simmons. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he fell in the 19. Uh, Brian Burns, def- great defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and uh, who was the other quarterback? I think he fell to the second round here. What in the world? I uh, hit two. Yeah. Um, who was the other guy that I'm thinking of? Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Who f- was great. The, was, that the, great. was that the Mizzou guy or the, or the Washington guy? Mizzou. Big board. I think. <laughs> I'll go to quarterbacks, but that's a great, great landing spot as for both sides for him going to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to sit Where behind quarterbacks go to die, but he's going to be able to sit behind Joe Flacco. That's fair. Oh damn, Will Greer was even on the list. Yep, my Tyler boy Clayton Thon- didn't get drafted out of Buffalo. Interesting. Really? Drew Locke, Mizzou. Yeah. And yet, and yet, who do the Giants take? The guy who okay, <sighs> which don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Daniel Jones because I'm a Duke guy, and yes. If, and yes, that extends to football. I even watch lacrosse from uh, every now and again. Yeah, the lacrosse program stacked. It's incredible and it's very fun to watch. Agreed. So I'm a Duke guy, so I'm happy for Daniel Jones. Yes, <laughs> but it's just not. He's well, not the best quarterback. Well, apparently this is why they drafted him, pro style. Uh, and everything, um, he, even though his completion percentage wasn't the, wasn't the greatest at all. Apparently, they like several people were just like like tried to like give him the benefit of the doubt. Cause, like if you look at some of the passes, they weren't like they were all overthrows. They were within like fingertips, like arms length away, blah blah blah. But the way apparently the way he prepares, the system that he runs, and everything, um, the fact that uh, for like I think he's close with Eli Manning actually. <laughs> um, okay. I think it was honestly, in all honesty, it's kind of sort of the same thing when everything happened with uh, when the Bears drafted Trubisky. Everyone, everyone was like, why the hell would you dra- trade up draft this guy when Deshaun Watson's on the board? And it came, it was around the, it was about the same way. Like the way, the way he prepared his, uh, the, the type of offense he ran, the fact that Duke kind of, the Duke football team preps itself and prepares itself almost like a pro style team. And everything, even though they run, I believe the spread offense. I believe so. Uh, but they have it. It's almost like a spread, like a pro styles type of spread. Dude, I don't know. I, I uh, now Dwayne to, Haskins is out there. Yes, you know Drew Locke, who Drew I believe Locke. will. Right again, will, no offense to Jones, but I believe right. Drew Locke will be a better pro. Will Greer, granted, the dude from Northwestern, Clayton Thompson, or whatever, mm-hmm. lower lower on the big board, but. I uh, I'm uh, okay. I'm conf- I don't know. I, I will I don't give know. I will give Daniel some credit here. He brought a Duke team to an 8 and 5 record and won the Independence Bowl 56-27 against Temple. 
they had a good season as far as Duke football goes. It's Temple. But as far as Duke football goes, they had a good season. They were Trubisky had gave him a good season when he was the uh, season when he was there. I'm pretty sure he got him to Trubisky a played at UNC. Oh, you're right. No. <laughs> well, same thing, yeah. Um, but I yes, I agree. And so I don't know. And maybe it is kind of a Trubisky type of thing where, <laughs> oddly enough, <laughs> the rival school, right? But. Maybe maybe it is. It's going to be a better fit for them. They think that he's their guy. Maybe not the best guy, but their guy. And I mean, I guess so I, far it's worked. It has worked for Chicago, it, talent-wise and everything. Yeah. We don't you know more about Daniel Jones than I do? I didn't. I caught up with Daniel Jones a little bit more, like videos and everything prior to the draft. Fair. And what I saw, and just based from that, and based on other videos I watched from other quarterbacks, and the fact that I watched just other quarterbacks because they're always on TV. I I sat there. I was just like, "Wow, this is." I mean, granted, we were at Endgame when uh, when the draft True. happened, but when I heard that they took Daniel Jones, I literally was just like, "I was like, I was said the exact same thing." I was just like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the new Cleveland Browns." Yeah, I. We'll see. And hey, I like the situation. He's gonna sit behind Eli for a year. Yeah, that's very big on on my part. Yeah, really, the only quarterback that I start seeing out or that I see starting out of this is Kyler. Oh, I I think. Uh, and Dwayne, I, I mean Dwayne too. I mean the moment, the moment that the Cardinals drafted him, you could have said that. But the mm-hmm. moment they shipped him off to Miami, you're like, "Yup, QB one, right. Kyler Murray," and he hadn't even been in the league for less than 24 hours, <laughs> or 48 hours, and he was like, "All right, already the starting quarterback." I just, I, I am willing to put money down, maybe not a lot of money, but money on the fact that Dwayne Haskins will have a better career in Washington than Daniel Jones will in New York. If we're going by what we know from their collegiate ball, yes. I am going to hope I am wrong with Daniel Jones, just like how I conceded the fact that I was wrong with Trubisky when they when he came out of UNC with when the Bears drafted him. I'm going to hope for the Giants' sake that it is quite literally the exact but- same damn thing. Because Trubisky came out of that spread offense and everything. The Bears run that kind of spread offense thing. The Giants are a little bit more pro-style. Daniel Jones is coming from a pro-style type thing. I but hope- Trubisky, yes, he's been successful. He's definitely not the best quarterback out of that draft. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, you, you know what I mean? No, you and I can you yeah. and I agree to that. Even still to this, like, Trubisky's my guy. But- yeah. I know he's not the best quarterback out of He's talented. Obviously, he's really talented. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is the guy I'm looking at. <laughs> the argument can be made for that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Watson or Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, I go more with Mahomes only because of the injuries with Watson. I think Watson is up there, too. Right. But I mean, it, it I, can be said 1A, 1B, right. and then Trubisky 2 yeah. or 3. So um, I'm, not, I'm not saying Daniel Jones won't be successful. No, no. He could have a couple winning seasons. That's fine. He could make a decent yeah. career out of this. I'm just thinking Haskins is going to be the better quarterback. And I, obviously, I think Kyler is going to be the best quarterback out of this draft. Right. Like I said, for the Giants' sake, I legitimately hope it is a. I, I legitimately hope it is the same situation that I found myself with Trubisky. I was like, damn. Like Mitch is good. He's really good. Cool. I'll take it. I was wrong. I'm sorry. It's I'm fair. sorry I ever doubted you. I hope that's what happens with the Giants. And the best thing is, as you mentioned, Trubisky came in at the end of the season because he was sitting behind freaking Glennon. Yes. Jones is sitting behind a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. So 
he already has that above Trubisky, so I think that alone is going to help him. Yes. I Yeah, I, I think it's going to be good for him. Now. I, I, I'm excited to hear what you got to say about this next pick. Saxonville is Baxonville. <laughs> Are you ex- are you still excited? <laughs> no, I'm okay. You upside the damn head with this microphone. I am but. so happy that Oakland is incompetent. I'm so happy that the New York Giants are incompetent. <laughs> I'm so happy that all of these guys don't know what they're doing on draft day because okay, Josh well, Allen. Okay, well the Bucks kind of made a good pick. Yes, the Bucks made a good pick. The Jets made a good pick. Everyone else made a good pick. It's just those two. Salon <laughs> <laughs> Farrell at number four, stupid. Daniel Jones. Yes, they need a quarterback. If you really want Daniel Jones, there's an argument to be made that he falls to 17. That's a different there's story. There's a very good argument to be made that he falls to there's 17. There's a strong <laughs> argument. There's a strong argument that you could get him in the third round. <laughs> <laughs> but because all that happened, arguably the best defensive end in the draft, Josh Allen, fell to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Funny because Josh Allen was drafted number seven last year. Too. Exactly. I kind of love it. I love this pick. Yeah. I it's it's going to be great because now you can shift Clayus Campbell more into the middle because we lost Malik Jackson to the Eagles. So now you can shift him into the middle. Yeah. And now you have a defensive line, not including linebackers, that consists of Yannick Ngakwe, Calais Campbell, and Josh Allen. And we uh, uh 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 Marcel Darius, who we picked up from the B- Bills a couple years ago. Yep. That's a beefy line. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh Allen is incredibly like he is he's even more athletic than Unique Ngakwe. And it's it, it's gonna be so good for Jacksonville. And we re we picked up J- Jalen Ramsey's uh option, his fifth year option. Mm-hmm. Still got AJ Bouye. Safety position's a little iffy, but we still got uh Telvin Smith and Miles Jacket. If we, if Jacksonville can actually figure out what they were doing wrong last year as compared to two years ago, this defense is going to be back to what it was just being dominant because Josh Allen is going to be that kind of player. He is incredible, and I, I still can, to this day cannot believe that he fit. He was number three on the big board. <laughs> He's only behind Quinnen Williams and Nick Bosa. Like I said, I think, it, I think another reason was – even though he's, I mean, people, I and mean, this is the thing that it took me a while to realize too. And once I actually started to care about the draft, like when I got to like high school, in the middle of high school, that's when I started to really realize this. Same. The big board, yeah, it's like the best, like just because the big board and even on your personal boards, like it's the most talented player and everything. You don't, you don't have to. Schematic fits and team needs well, yes. supersede the most talented player. Because, I mean, like, yeah, like, let's say Josh Allen. Let's say if But I was, what's the difference between Selene Farrell and Josh Allen? Well, that, well that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. In okay. cer- certain teams, like, when, that, when there's a player who's really good, like, really, 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 really good, yeah. and they fit that need and they go somewhere else, there's got to be a reason, whether it's, whether it's just team preference, like, full-fledged schematic fit if they if they think that the talented guys like yeah he's talented but he but the way we run our system and everything mm-hmm. even if he comes even if he's super talented ran the same system in college they might need him to do different things and uh fair. at the pro level and they might not feel like he's capable of doing it for whatever reason i don't know there's a lot of things that go into it but i but i, it, I mean you could say that with 
Farrell. You could say that with the Giants and Daniel Jones. Like, more talented quarterbacks. Yeah. Why this one? You, you, you know, you know. So the big board is very, it's very subject. I think to not only team needs and teams and team fits, but all, uh, but also like a preference thing as to how those those needs and fits are met. That being said, though, that being said, I just you when you have a coach who's been. I almost swore. When you have a coach that has been whining and crying about wanting an elite pass rusher, in which you traded, so thank you for our first overall pick this year, um, and then you have a chance to get another one from the same school, from the same school, which doesn't matter, and you whiff, then we have a problem. But you want to know the funny thing that I learned about the Oakland pick, though? What? Farrell is represented by the same agent that the Raiders did not want to deal with when dealing with Khalil Mack. Congratulations, John Gruden and and what's his face, David or Mark Davis. You officially played yourself. It was a panic move. That's all <laughs> I can say. It was a panic move. Oh, Quinn and Williams is off the board. Uh, <laughs> uh guy from Clemson. <laughs> He played in the national championship. He has championship pedigree. Stupid. <laughs> we want championship guys. Stupid. Uh, TJ Hawkinson to the Lions at number eight. I feel bad for Hawkinson. <laughs> not and not. <laughs> and yes, that's a little bit of a joke towards the Lions that they are the fourth best team in the best team in the best division, division of football. football. Damn but right. I. I mean, think about the tight ends that they, I mean, they had Brandon Pettigrew who had, uh, had a pretty good yeah, I'd career. Say he had a pretty solid career. But then they had Eric Ebron, really damn good. But they never used him. Well, they he used never, him a little bit more. He never went lived to his potential until he went to Indianapolis, and he was incredible this year. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Hawkinson because he's not gonna get used. Like he's going to be good. Once he goes to another team, <laughs> I don't think he's going to live up to his potential in Detroit. They have not been able to use their tight ends correctly i don't in, in my opinion so i good for them i'd not I'm, I'm not too high on the fit as far as tj goes right so uh at oliver steel at number nine especially buffalo oh, that's yeah. a buffalo pick right there big old defensive lineman <laughs> buffalo's always found a way to get those defensive specimens it's going to be good for them. Uh, the, their defense has always kind of been their special point. Like they always they they seem to always have a decent defense. So just bolstering that again, it's going to be good and if Josh Allen keeps doing what he was doing at the end of last year, Buffalo could be good. They they could I, I think they're a year away. They're less close. than a year away. I think the Jets are closer than Buffalo. Agreed. Um, but it's but, gonna, but it's going to be very it's going to be between those who the moment that the Patriots start to fall. I mean, let's think about this. Let's. The Patriots are. I I believe that the Patriots are falling. I think they find. Do you can't at some point they have to right? I, I think the Gronkowski was the first domino. Yeah. You have the Jets who have just reloaded as far as C.J. Mosley, yep. Le'Veon Bell, yep. and their draft is very good. Like Darnold, I think is. The, I think is. The I think, truth. I think Darnold. They already had Josh Adams, who was great. Last, I think the yep. Jets are going to be good. Maybe don't, not. This don't they year. have that one safety that they drafted a couple years ago from Louisville? Uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Oh, they drafted a 
I can't remember what his name is, but he was like one of the prior. Jamal. Oh, prior. do they still have prior? I think they still have prior. I'm not sure. But, I mean, Jamal Adams is fantastic yeah. in the safety position. So, the Jets, if not this season, they're there next year. Mm-hmm. The Bills, like we just mentioned, they're close. Yep. If Rosen works out for the Dolphins and they can start building something around him in a few years, they could be there too. I think this East is – I think it could start – actually start balancing out. I really do. I don't think it's going to be a clean 8-0 no so for, for, for New England. The Bills, the Jets, and Miami, correct? Yeah, that's okay. the AFC East. I don't yep. think I don't think it's a clean 8-0 no for the New York – or for, for New England like it has been, mm-hmm. even though they lost that, over, or that Hail Mary to the <laughs> Dolphins last year. But Gronkowski is the worst safety in history. Uh, Devin Bush to the Steelers at linebacker, good pick. He, I, that was more of like a best available player type of thing. He, they need to load up on defense. Yeah, I was gonna say just just a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> not much to talk I, about. I, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of not much to talk about, <laughs> the Bengals taking an offensive lineman. I mean, I get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Why? Mm, okay. I, I get it because I, for whatever reason, they are sold on the fact that Andy Dalton is a franchise quarterback. He's not. He's not. <laughs> However, that is a team where they should be taking the best player available. Yes. Now, again, Dalton did get murked last year a lot. He got murdered. However, that's fair. I mean, when you play two games against Baltimore, that's going to happen, too. Right. So I get it. I get it, and it's always important to protect your quarterback, but at some point, don't you think you can find somebody in free agency? I Just a, at least a stopgap? This is where I would have taken Drew Locke. Really? I, I really think they should have. No, I don't think Haskins would have been a good pick here. No, Haskins would have been out. No, Haskins, Haskins falls another four picks. I meant like in the beginning he should have been. Oh, oh, I see what you're – no, but I think even when you get here and Haskins and Locke are still on the board, I I honestly think that the Bengals should have went with Drew Locke and sit behind Dalton. Sit a year, even though Dalton might not be the best mentor or whatever, but just sit a year, learn the NFL like like I've argued for years now, and then Locke can come in next year. They don't need to take Fromm like people are saying for next year. They they already have a 2020 mock draft, and Fromm has fallen to the Bengals at four, which is good. I wouldn't even mind that. I'm not a Bengals guy, but Fromm is – but I am a big Jake Fromm guy. Fromm's going to be good when he decides to enter the league. But I don't don't think – I don't think offensive line was the best way to go here for the Bengals. Rashawn Gary for the Packers. A lot of people thought this was a very this was very much a reach and a questionable decision. This so Rashawn Gary is a very from what I've heard, he's a boomer he's a boomer bust player. Right. I'm gonna say like there's a bunch of people on ESPN during their draft coverage. Like there's much better talented people in that position that they could have drafted. Brian Burns. I think Brian Exhi- Burns would have Exhibit A. I think Brian Burns would have been the pick to go with. Exhibit A. Uh, like, <laughs> Dexter Lawrence, even Exhibit though B. Jeffrey Jeffrey Simmons, even though I think they're going for more outside guys, but they're again Brian Don't they Burns. Have, thought they signed a whole plethora of them over over free. Those agency. are linebackers though. Can't they? They're outside linebackers. How? Uh, now this is a legitimate question, of course, uh, to you. Even though I feel like I should know this since they're a division rival and everything, but I didn't 
I didn't this year. I didn't pay that much attention because holy crap, my team was good this right. year. Uh, so I paid more attention to them schematically, defensively. What do uh, what does Petten do with his outside linebackers as far as ever rush? Just rush him. Yeah. So does he have him play up on the line or does he have him just playing back? Have him playing back or anything? It like depends. Because if he has him as down linemen, then he could most bend. of the time. If they're on the field, they're rushing. Okay, because I was going to say, because if you play them as down linemen sometimes, then again, they sign the plethora of those people. Right, and and yes, sometimes they do play as the linemen where you'll put whoever you want in the middle. Probably mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's Mike Daniels. Right. And then you put the two guys out. But a lot of the time, you put in Kenny Clark, yep. you put in Daniels, and now it'll be Rashawn Gary. And then you put the outside linebackers as well. Mm-hmm. One of them on each side, or both of them. One of them drops back. You know, you know that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it normally. So getting a defense, another defensive end guy, is going to be big. We lost Muhammad Wilkerson. We haven't resigned him yet. Are they? Are there plans to bring him back? Or are they just there were let him walk? there were plans, but it hasn't happened yet. I thought I think it would have happened before. So I I'm at this point I'm just saying we lost him until we bring him back. But yeah, I. I'm warming up to the Gary pick because I do think that he has a lot of potential. Like, he is a boomer bust, but I think he has the potential and the athleticism to be a good player in the NFL, especially when you're playing on a line with uh, enough talent already. He's, you know. I was going to say, like, he benefits from having that yeah, much talent on that line. Because there's going to be focus on Kenny Clark. There's yep. going to be focus on Mike Daniels. There's Who's going the guy to be that focus on Baltimore. Zadarius Smith. Yep. There's going to be focus on Preston Smith. So he's going to get a lot of one on one matchups. He's going to be able to prove himself that way. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. So I don't mind it. Like I said, Brian Burns would have been an amazing pick here. But I'm warming up to it. I think Gary, I, I, and maybe it, you know, maybe they were higher on him than they were on Burns. We don't know. It is a, I think it's a reach because of the, because of the fact that Burns was still there. Um, Christian Wilkins to the Dolphins, defensive line. Yeah. Not much to say on that. I honestly don't have much to say going past this. Um, and we're going to switch to more specific picks here. Dwayne Haskins is the next one I want to talk about. I really do think at number 15 to the Redskins, I think that's a great pick for the Redskins. I think I personally think they're sitting there at number 15, and I, all right, you guys are on the clock. All right, who's on the board? <laughs> Haskins? Ha- Haskins is still on the board? <laughs> right. We don't need the three and a half minutes. Give go, us Haskins. Go, go, like, send the envelope. Just, get up. No, get commit. No, Roger, get back out there. <laughs> We're taking Haskins. Right. They need a quarterback, obviously, be- because of the unfortunate Unfor- oh, gosh, injury yeah. to uh, Alex Smith. Talk about unfortunate circumstances. Even then, though. They needed a quarterback. Even with Alex Smith, I think you take a quarterback. Well, yeah, and you, you do cause... exactly what the Chiefs did two years ago. Take a quarterback. Who may need to develop a little bit? Have Alex him sit Smith a year is behind. A good court. guy to develop behind him. Obviously, <laughs> and it, I it, perfect. But this is just a perfect situation. I think Haskins is a guy who can come in. Now here's a guy <laughs> who can just come in and start. And I really think that. And I think they have enough. I, they have decent enough talent on the yeah. offensive line. The Jordan Reed's going to be fantastic for Haskins. That tight end, that receiving tight end position is going to be good for them. I, I really and their defense is good enough where Haskins is going to be able to make those rookie mistakes and still have a chance to win games. Yep. I I think this is a great landing spot for him. I think it's a good landing spot as far as the Redskins. It's a great landing spot for the Redskins. That this was just this was good all around. I still think it's just Haskins is still on the <laughs> right. Like, huh? <laughs> How did that happen? I 
I, I can just imagine Redskins fans going, I love the Giants now. <laughs> right. <laughs> thank you for not taking him. And also, zooming past, thank you for not taking Montez Sweat. <laughs> the two picks, the two people that the Giants probably should have picked at either 4 or 17, or 5 or 17, they did not take, and the Redskins took. Haskins and Sweat. Like, what? What? Philly's probably sitting there like, damn it. Come on, like, come on, New York. <laughs> right. Come on, man. The Cowboys are like, really? <laughs> the, Seriously? Philly and Dallas are just like, come on. Yeah. Like, really? Jerry's like, no, I need that number two spot. Come on. Ah. <laughs> oh. It's, I think it's funny. I, I love it, personally. Um, Question. Uh, your opinion on Darnell Savage? Or love it. Darnell? Darnell, Darnell Savage, Savage Jr. He is an animal. He is savage. That's pro- probably going to be one of my jerseys. <laughs> Although, should have learned my lesson with Clinton Dix, but I'm <laughs> still going to do it anyway. Was um, it bad? He wasn't bad for you guys. Yes, but I bought Clinton Dix jersey on draft day. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? I did. He's no longer a Packer. He was really good for y'all for a while. He was. He was. No, I, I agree. Uh, no, I think Savage is going to be great. Savage not only is going to have the mentor of Tre- uh, Tremont Williams in his ear on the sideline, but he's going to get good mentor. To, yeah. He's going to get to play next to Adrian Amos, mm. <laughs> which I know you're not high on. He's as a player. He's good enough, but I still think y'all. Yeah, I still think you guys are overselling the the worth of this. But guy. I think those two, those are two solid safeties as compared to what we've had in the past. Yes, I think those are two very solid. If we are safeties. talking about what you guys have had in the past. Yes, I'm not saying this Amos. Is, this is much better. I'm not saying he's the best safety in the league, but he's. I Savage is so taking Amos's spot. He's a free safety. What's and Tremont? Amos is a safe, is a strong safety. I think. Did Tremont go straight? He go back to corner, he, or is he still? A, he or is he still play, a tweener? He'll probably. He'll probably uh, he, I think he's a tweener. I think he'll play nickel. Okay. I I, I think that'll be that's the best spot a good for spot for Tremont. Yeah. As a nickel I think guy, that's yeah. the best position for him because he's a tall guy too. I think I I think that's how you do it. And who knows? I mean, Mike Pettin. These are just all weapons for Mike Pettin to use. And I'm so excited because now Pettin is a is a D coordinator that I trust can get the most out yes, of these people. Yes, I completely agree. Because now we have we're loaded at cornerback as far as young talent. Oh my god! With, yeah, you with are. The, uh, Alexander Jackson King. Um, we drafted a kid this year who already is pretty rated is rated pretty high. We have uh, a kid from Alabama. I think his last name was Brown. I can't remember, but we can also throw Tremont in there if we need to. Mm-hmm. I think we have enough talent at the cornerback position where Tremont can float around, do whatever he needs to. It's going to be great. I think Tremont is going to be the Charles Woodson of this team where he's everywhere mm-hmm. doing what he needs to do, making plays. But, yeah, I love the Savage pick. I I think it's almost a steal. I don't know where he would have went higher, but we, def- we traded up. Oh, I remember. We traded up because um, we had the th- – 30th pick i believe and we traded up because uh uh oakland was looking at him at 24 for like they apparently green bay was like yep oakland's taking up at 24 we need to get up and take him before that and apparently the eagles are even looking at him so i love it i'm very excited for that um what were the other picks i got just to just to talk about my so i got kyler murray i got nick Bosa, i got devin white at five tj hawkinson at eight and then I got Noah Fant all the way down at 20 to Denver. Josh Jacobs to the – that thank you, Cal, <laughs> for the Josh Jacobs tip at number 24 to Oakland. And then Jerry Tillery 
Tiller, Tillery, yeah, yeah, Jeremy Tillery at 28 um, to the Chargers. Those are the picks that I got right. So, yay. Montez Sweat's going to be an animal for Washington. That's all I got to say on that. First time New England has taken a receiver in the first round in, like, ever. <laughs> Think about all the amazing receivers that they've had in the past. Is he a white slot receiver? I don't. I don't know. You, you know the Patriots have a thing for white slot. That's very Four true. Four or five slot receivers <laughs> who turn out, which then again, all they run are slot routes, are basically slant routes. He's not. So. He's not, actually. Where did he play? Where did he play? Iowa State. Nice. Arizona State. Well, Got the colors. I, yeah. Well, either way, it'll be a nice change of pace from the sim. Can you run a slant route? Yeah. Yes. Throw it. <laughs> um... Also, just to touch on, like I said, I think Drew Locke's going to be great in ball, in Denver eventually because because he's sitting behind Joe Flacco. You know, I want to agree with you, but quarter, but ever since Peyton Manning left, quarterbacks just go there to die. What are you talking about? Brock Osweiler was there. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Any other, big, any other big ones that I wanted to talk about? I don't think so. DJ Metcalf or DK Metcalf to the Seahawks. How did he fall? Stupid. <laughs> Cause we're good. Yeah. So freaking. What's his name? Uh, what's the wide receiver for uh 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 for the Seahawks? The one that's about Baldwin. to retire. Baldwin. Yeah. Baldwin's is he about to retire. He, yeah. They said his career is about to is is because of injuries that and everything. Sense. They're like, oh, Baldwin's gonna retire. Uh, Wilson just lost one of one of his main wide receiver weapons. Let's give him the. Best freak of nature in the draft now, who plays wide receiver and is fast and is an ox. Apparently, the reason he has fallen so much is because his route running skills are very subpar. But my argument is he only needs one route. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally think DK would have been a beautiful fit in Jacksonville. Yes. However, if route running is the suspect thing. I think he – but he is one of the be- – I think he would have been a good because we have Marquise Lee, we have D.D. Westbrook, and we have Keelan Cole, all decent route runners, all quick people. But you add in a DK Metcalf, I think he's that kind of guy where Nick Foles is in trouble, he throws it up to Metcalf. Well, that's why I think he benefits more of Russell Wilson because Wilson, he he that's can fair. extend time in the pocket. I think for a guy like Foles, that's like the in case of emergency him yeah. run, but I, but I feel like for Foles, you need a guy who's a little bit more of a defined route runner. And if route running was the big knock on him, I don't think that would have been a great fit for Jacksonville. So now we're going to focus on specific teams. Obviously, Chicago for you mm-hmm. and then Green Bay and Jacksonville just because we paid attention to them and we can talk about them. Um, who do you want to talk about first? I'm curious to know where, where the Packers draft uh, lies for you. Okay. So we've already talked about Rashawn Gary. Talked about Darnell Savage. Yes. Then we took uh, Elgton Jenkins, guard out of Mississippi State. He's listed as a center, Mm -hmm. but apparently can play all five positions. So, I believe he fits into that uh, right guard position where we signed Billy Turner from the Broncos, because then that's our weakest spot. And if he can, if he can sit in that guard position, and just if he can be effective there. And we keep our line healthy, which never happens. But if that, and that's the other thing, if you know, if anyone goes down, he can fill in. He exactly, can fill in yeah. for Corey Lindsley. He can go in and fill for David Bakhtiari. He can fill in anywhere. So I think that 
I honestly think that's a great pick because of his uh, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't – the fact that he can play anywhere. I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but yeah, I think – because of that, he's he's a great pick, so I'm very excited for that. Jace, <laughs> tell me there's not a more Wisconsin name in this draft. Jace Sternberger. That is so Wisconsin, it hurts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, Sternberger, I think he, a tight end out of Texas A&M. Uh, I don't remember what his he, – he, I think he's a bigger guy. I think you have to be to be a uh, tight end. But I, he's a guy who's going to be able to play – he might end up being tight end two behind Jimmy Graham. It depends on how Tonian plays, but he's going to be a, a decent uh, red zone threat that Jimmy Graham wasn't able to be last year. I think Jimmy Graham hopefully will fit more into this mold this year with the whole Matt LaFleur system. But I think using a two tight end system as far as Graham and Sternberger yep. in the red zone is going to be great because you have those two big guys plus Geronimo, who's got the length, and Devontae Adams, who's – we we seen can go get jump balls. I think that our, he's going to be very big in the red zone, Sternberger. I think that was a great pick at seventy five. And it's Sternberger said something about he came out of the draft early, or he came out of college early, out of Texas A and M, and he was not listed as the top tight end. I think he was. I think he was like number five as far as tight ends go. But he said, "quote I came out early because I believed I was the best tight end in this draft." And now I get to prove it. Like, all right, go out there and prove it. I would love to see it. Because if he turns out to be better than Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson, that's a steal at 75. Mm. It's a heist. Um, I don't know too much about the rest of these. I know uh, Kingsley Kiki, defensive tackle. I think he's going to be good. We're a little weak at the <laughs> we're a little weak at the defensive tackle spot. We really only have um uh, Kenny Clark, although Mike Daniels can move over there if he needs to. And Tyler Lancaster was our other guy. Exactly. So I I think he – another guy to A&M, I think he'll be good to step in there. Pr- pretty raw, it says here, but impressive skill set. This guy, Hall, Hallman out of Toledo, I think is very good – or can be very good. He's got a lot of athleticism. So depends on how we use him. Could be good at the cornerback position. Ty Summers, linebacker at a TCU. Could be very good. He's a very athletic and very, uh, very aware linebacker. And we lost Jake Ryan. I didn't lose Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan just moved to my other team. But the Green Bay Packers lost Jake Ryan. And you know, I even though we didn't have him last year, Oren Burks didn't get to play a lot last year. One of our picks from last year. So between either Burks or Summers playing next to Martinez, one of those two will be able to step up, and it'll it, good linebacker position. Uh, Dexter Williams at running back, not going to get used much. We we know we have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. And that is it for Green Bay. You want to talk Bears? <laughs> yeah, I do. All right, so may I just say that I'm very, 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 very happy with the draft that we had. Considering that we didn't pick till what, the third round or the second round or whatever, I am – I mean, hell, you basically drafted Khalil Mack in the first and second round. Basically. So that's fair. He, he's a promising guy. He has some upside to him. He can, you know. We'll, I we'll, loved, we'll, was we'll, it? We'll see how it pans Was it the out. Bears Twitter? Yeah, they, we, yeah said, the Bears spoiler alert, our first round pick is Khalil Mack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really good. I, I liked that a lot. Dude, 
our social media accounts stay undefeated with the Bears. They remain undefeated. But, so, we trade up to get David Montgomery, the running back at uh, Iowa State. Love. I love. Because as much as I really like Jordan Howard, and I really, and I'm going to root for him wherever he goes, honestly, I still, I still love him. He's in Philly. He's isn't in he? Philly, yeah. So I'll root, I'm still gonna root for him for the rest of his career. Good, because I mean, because I've always been a fan of him. But he didn't fit the scheme, and there's what this one guy I know back at home who swears he knows everything about football and schemes. Like, oh, they he should have made it work. Nagy isn't Nagy isn't a great coach after all. If he doesn't make it work, you can only do so much with with what you have, and if it doesn't fully fit with the with the ideal. You got to cut your losses. Some players just don't fit. They just don't fit. Yeah. It's not that they're bad football players. Yeah. Jordan Howard is not a bad football player. I agree. He is just not right for the scheme. David Montgomery is. He is physical. He is fast. He he is strong. He makes guys miss. The comparison that people had him with was Kareem Hunt. Like, talent-wise. Talent. Anyway. Yeah. Talent-wise, Kareem Hunt. He gets his guy. Uh, the guy that we got... From uh, Seattle, Mike Davis, a, kind of a, a guy who's similar like that. Tariq Cohen. We have Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, <laughs> who is incredible. The new Darren Sproles, I might say. I would say so. Yeah. We now have a backfield that's nicknamed Run DMC, and I love it. Love it. It's a lot better than the Legion of Zoom. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Run DMC. Run DMC. That's kind of Davis amazing. Montgomery Cohen, baby. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. All right. Um, and then <laughs> I absolutely love that. I <laughs> I mean I hate it because it's Chicago, but I, I absolutely love that. I'm gonna get a t shirt of that. Um Wow. My first Bears game, I'm literally gonna pull up and run DMC gear with that shirt. Look like I'm looking look like I'm Rev Run. Um. Anyways, you just run DMC, but then under you have David Montgomery and Cohen going down the side. Exactly. Beautiful. And I just show up with like the all old school Adidas gear. I will literally look like I'm straight out of Run DMC. That's, that's dope. Um, the Riley Ridley pick. I am very absolutely steal. Honestly, like every everyone saw, it and they were just like, "How the hell is he still on the board?" I was legitimately. And why did they let the Bears get him? <laughs> legitimately, after the second after the second day of draft. We were coming up in the fourth round. I was looking at who was still available. Riley Ridley. Like, that's that's Calvin that's Ridley's Calvin brother. Ridley's brother. Who played at Bama, right? Georgia he played at. Sorry. Yeah, no, Ridley played at Georgia, and uh, Calvin played at Bama. Right. Because they played each other in the national championship And, game yes, probably. Riley had a good quarterback in from. But, like. Calvin had an amazing quarterback in Tua. For a game. True. <laughs> he had he had, had Jalen Hurts. He had Jalen Hurts. That's was... more impressive in my <laughs> mind. Jalen's running more than he's throwing. But oh, Cal just sent me a Snapchat. Now the difference here is I think uh, Calvin Ridley had a little has a little bit more ability of like uh, play after ca- uh, run after catch ability and everything like that. That's fair. His arms are a little bit longer. I don't know too much about Riley. I know he's good. From what I know about Riley, he's definitely a possession receiver and everything like that. Apparently, he didn't do so great in like the sh- in like the like the shuttle run and things like that. But the guy goes up and gets everything, everything. He is a great route runner, yeah. and and all that. They drew. Com- they said that, and everyone was like, "Oh, the Bears got another really good route runner." 
Who did they get last year? Anthony Miller. What happened with Anthony Miller? Really damn good. Anthony Miller has a little bit more speed and athleticism to him. But, yeah. No, the Riley Ridley pick, when I saw that we drafted him, because I was kind of half-heartedly watching the draft. Yeah, when my phone especially bugged, day three. Right. My phone buzzed, and it said that the Bears got Riley Ridley. I was looking dumbfounded at my phone. I was like, I was like, nah. I was like, who do we? I was like, did we have to trade anyone? Who? What did you trade up for? Fell to our laps, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, you mean to tell me we have a freaking wide receiver? Let me let me try to find that tweet again. Okay. Um, because I, I want you, I want you to, I want you to, uh, to uh, hear this wide receiver depth that we have, which is. <laughs> What? Well, I mean, off the top of my head, you have Jim, uh, Allen Robinson, Jeremy Bellamy, uh-huh. Riley Ridley. Who am I forgetting? <laughs> give me, give me, give me one second. All right, so here we go. Bears wide receiver depth: Allen Robinson, yeah, Anthony Miller, Anthony Taylor Miller. Gabriel, Taylor Gabriel, Cordell Patterson. Probably gonna be our probably gonna be our return man. I, I'm sorry, I'm so over Cordell Patterson. He's gonna be our return man. I don't the think only he- where the only place he was ever good was New England. He's going he's to primarily be our return, man. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Javon Wims, Riley Ridley, Emmanuel Hall, the other guy, right, receiver that we ended up drafting slash signing of undrafted free agent and is really good. Holy hell, the weapons. And we have three pass catching backs with Run DMC. I am not going to get tired of that. I love it. I love it. Who's and your then, tight end? Our tight end, uh, Shaheen. Adam Shaheen. Okay. <laughs> Not spectacular, but fair. I mean, when you're buried behind, I think what's I think Dion Sims and everything like that. He's good. He's okay. honestly like when he when he get when he got playing time. My God, is he's good. Okay, because he was behind Dion Sims. Thank God we got rid of that contract. And then and then Zach Miller. Thank God you. Thank oh. God your leg is still attached and everything. He had a great oh, career. What story was that? The before the playoff. What it was before one of the playoff games where they did the story on Zach Miller. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yep, I did. Oh. That was amazing. Yeah. He's a good-looking dude. Anyway. So, um, yeah. And then we draft and then we draft the uh the cornerback uh Duke Shelley. I the the dude gets dude is not afraid of anything. He ain't afraid of anything. Like like but not but trying to taint uh taint to tame the uh, fandom in me. The guy is the guy is an aggressive is an aggressive corner and I and I really like that he's getting a getting a B minus grade in the sixth round is pretty good right like he's not afraid to go up in there get physical and break up passes and Kareth White another the Bears I think drafted or signed a whole bunch of people free agency and draft wise where they run sub four forties mm. that is going to be a quick football yeah. team yeah <laughs> yeah that is going to be an ungodly quick football team. Then the guy from Valdosta State, the cornerback. I think we signed the guy who went to a to went to a, a college in uh, Quebec, who I guess was at one. I think he was number one pick in the CFL. Uh, and a, a guy on the defensive side of ball. I don't know too much about him. We signed a billion kickers because that is literally like I don't mean to be biased here, but I legitimately think the only thing stopping us. The only thing stopping us from making a deep run in the postseason, because I looked at the rest of the postseason, I was like, the Bears could have could have handled all this. The only thing stopping us was a damn kicker. Okay. Yes. But. Last. I'm going to say this is last year. I agree. This year, the division, everyone, minus Detroit, re-upped. I, majorly. I'm just saying, as much shit as Cody Parkey gets, and as much shit as we give you for Cody Parkey, we eat, which is a lot. The offense arguably should have scored more. Yes, I 
Agreed. That yeah. is, okay. I, I can't agree to that. Like, yeah. it does. It shouldn't have to come down to a kicker. And and when How it does as, come down to a kick, and that you, yes, you blame the kicker for missing the kick, but you have to look at the whole team and say, okay, we defense should have stopped this. Yeah. However, yeah. the offense. If you watch the end, of, if you watch the end of that game, the defense they stepped up like they yes. always did. Yes. Trubisky drove that damn team. Yes. So I mean, yeah, you're right. At some point, the like the the team has to. But score I do more, agree. The, the, the kicking defense needs to stop a few more. But if you look, kicking was atrocious, <laughs> right? If you look at the, but if you also look a little bit more in depth and at the grand scheme of things, the offense to even get to that point where the kick has to be made, the offense has to do a yes. job. The defense has to do a job, and they did that job very, very just well. The other it thing. just came down yeah. to the third phase, which is special teams. Right. Which was the ultimate? I'm just saying, and kicked us out. The rest of the three quarters, you know. No, I no, I no, I completely agree yeah. with you. At at some point, like in the in earlier in the game, the other two phases yes. should have stepped up. But when it got to the point yeah. where they absolutely needed to, two of the three phases showed up. The yes. third didn't. Um, and yes, the the kicking was atrocious all year. I think Cody Parkey has the NFL record for uh, hitting the the uprights. Probably. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually a stat, but it should it be. It should be. Uh. So yeah, I I do agree. Like there, are, you guys left a lot of points on the table as far as I, kicking. I legitimately yeah. feel the only thing stopping us from making a deep postseason run, literally as we saw in the in the playoffs and even in the regular season, was Cody Park was is a kicker. We need a kicker. Now I don't want to go out there and say and, and and say like some Bears fans that I know on Twitter and everything is Bears Twitter is I mean I love Bears Twitter, but Bears Twitter is wild, man. Um, um. Uh, Packers Twitter is a whole new beast too. Bears Twitter is now that we're good. Bears Twitter is wild. Um, but I don't want to go out there and say like, "Yep, this is a Super Bowl year." I want to say that. Trust me, I do. But the division kept. The Packers reloaded on defense because they realized the Kings of the North now. The Bears. That's a damn good offensive team. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Re-upped on the wrong player on one of mine. Detroit, always a perennial thorn in the side. Yes. They, they re-upped a little bit too. I don't think. I still don't think they did any. They did anything to. They're ju- not a bad team. No, they're not. I don't think they did anything to to jump anyone. And as far, if we power ranked the division, I don't think they did anything to like jump above anyone. No, they didn't. I still personally think. The power ranking wise, it would go Chicago, Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit. Agreed. So I don't think that I don't think that budged. I don't think that list budged at all as far as my preseason power rankings and even going into Week One. Yeah. However, Detroit did continue being the damn on the side of everyone. I agree. That being said, though, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say that the, that the Bears are a Super Bowl team or a kicker side of the Super Bowl because the division re-upped, the conference re-upped, and if we do make it to the Super Bowl. The NFC's really damn good. They are really damn good. I would argue that the NFC's better. Yes. Yes, but depending on who comes out of the AFC, yeah, assuming no, the yeah. Bears make it to the Super Bowl, good God. The good we teams could, we, in the AFC we, are very good. Yes, we, we could be in for one. But I do think that the Bears have the talent to make it out of the bloodbath that is yeah. now becoming the NFC. They yeah. are definitely, they should be. I'm not going to say it's their destiny this year to win no, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Solely because knowing how the division re-upped, we got to get through the North first. If it's anyone's destiny this year, it's New Orleans. Exactly. <laughs> Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
That's not uh, Jacksonville. Talked about Josh Allen at the that seven pick. Fantastic. A plus. I would give that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the Redskins. Josh Allen is still on the board. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> second round, we got Juwan Taylor, arguably the best offensive lineman in the draft. Like, I, I'm not sure how he fell out of the first round. Getting him at 35 was great. Uh, he's going to be really good. Putting him on the same line as Cam Robinson. I mean, just those two are going to be fantastic. And then there's a third one that I – Norwell, I think, is the other one that I'm thinking of. But they, they have a couple linemen where if they fill in those other two spots, it's going to be a good line to protect Nick Foles. you got to protect your quarterback that you just paid for. Um, third round, we got Josh Oliver uh, at number 69. Nice pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, this dude literally – I, I've watched a lot of videos on Josh Oliver because I was I was very interested. This guy played at San Jose State. It was the scheme and the way he was used was not tight end friendly. He still put up incredible tight end numbers. If he would have been used to his max max potential at, at San Jose State, do you think he would have been a top flight tight end? He his stats would have been through the roof, and he would have went at least in the second round. He would like this tight end heavy. Uh, draft he would have been even higher in that list this guy is do you think and, he had, do you think he has a talent just on paper like physical yes and everything to be a top and the reason i think it's uh, the re yes i do okay. and the reason i think it's good for jacksonville specifically who's our new quarterback nick Foles. who was nick Foles' favorite target in philadelphia zach Ertz. zach Ertz. and i think josh oliver has the physical ability and the athleticism to be not exactly Zach Ertz, but Zach Ertz's level of production. So not quite Ertz 2.0, but just about. Okay. I really think. So you think he is 2.0, Ertz 2.0? Yeah, I okay. yeah, I don't think he'll. I'm not saying he is Zach Ertz. Right. He could be, but I th I really think that this is a is perfect fit. D. Philip. No, not D. Philip. Who is it? D. Filippo. Um, Who did we get? We got. Who's our offensive coordinator? I thought it was John DeFilippo. I think it might be. Someone who used to work with Nick Foles. I think it's DeFilippo. <laughs> I need to look this up. Anyways, the, um, the, the, the OC for the But, team, yeah, right? he he has been in, – in the past, he has been known to use tight ends as well, and he knows Nick Foles. He knows what he likes. Right. I, I just think this is a very good pick. Offensive coordinator. Is it DeFilippo? No. Thought he went somewhere. It is DiFilippo. Okay, I don't know what I was thinking. Yes, DiFilippo. Obviously, he was over in Minnesota. Kyle Rudolph. Like that. I, I, this is a very good pick. DiFilippo was part of the Super Bowl Eagles, wasn't he? I I'm pretty sure so. he was. I believe so. Because because that was like right after the Bears canned what's his face, and and the Bears were looking right at him. Yeah. To, for a coaching cabinet. Yeah. Exactly. So I personally think that's a great, great, great pick. Quincy Williams, safety in the third round. We need to address that safety position because we let go of uh, Tashawn Gibson and we let go of Barry Church in the, during the season. So we, we we have our one rookie, and I always forget his name, but he stepped up in the middle of the season. That's why we let Barry Church go. Mm -hmm. So now we got to, you know, we Wait, have the one. Him. Did y'all cut him or trade him? I can't. I think we cut him. You cut him mid-season? I'm pretty sure we did. Damn. Yeah. I don't, I'm pretty I, for whatever reason because I, I, I remember him I remember stories about him signing with wanting to sign with Dallas again but either way I, we just need to fill that safety position uh, I don't know if this guy is going to be it but not a bad 
uh, not a bad pick at thirty er, in the third round to go get this guy from Murray State. And then this guy doesn't even have a position. <laughs> I'm looking at this fifth round. Here, let me see if I can find it real quick. This website's not the best. <laughs> Come on. What is happening here? There we go. Fifth round, Jacksonville. Who do we get? Oh, running back, which is good. Uh, I believe we I believe we let TJ Yeldon walk. Yes, you did. He signed somewhere, and I don't remember. But I, he's gone. So now it's Leonard Fournette, so now we need that backup guy. So that, uh, this Armstead guy could, could be the guy to do it. Don't know. Don't know that much. I don't know much about the late picks for Jacksonville, to be honest. Um, but a guy out of Temple, who knows? We'll see. Temple at least made a bowl game this year. Um, new quarterback, Gardner Minshew the second. <laughs> what a name out of Washington State. Uh, good, good. You know, we got to back up Nick Foles. Not, and then another, uh, or, and then a defensive tackle who probably won't get much playing time with uh, in the seventh round. So I personally, just because of the the first three picks. Uh, being Josh Allen, Juwan Taylor, and Josh Oliver, Jack, I think Jacksonville did fantastic in their draft. They are they have been very good at getting the best available talent in the past couple of years, the past four years. I would argue that getting the best possible talent that they can, while still feeling needs. They they've been fantastic. I mean, think about how three or four years. I think it's four years ago now that they got Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack in the same draft. Like, mm-hmm. and and now they ju- they've just They've just kept doing that. They got Keelan Cole in like the third or fourth round. They've been they've been very good in the draft lately, and I think that continues after this year. So, yeah, overall this is a fun draft. Yeah, I think all of our teams got some <laughs> damn good picks. I agree. Holy crap! I, I very much agree. I think it, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for Madden 20, especially with Mahomes on the cover. Oh, um, one thing I wanted to touch on was. What up? So th- this is the list of the Badgers that got drafted, and I know you don't have very much vested interest in this, but no, because you, I know Jack squat yeah. about the Badgers. So obviously we had a couple linemen go. <laughs> we had a, don't Michael, you always exactly. Michael Dieter went to the Dolphins in the third round, and then this is this, this is the and David Edwards to the Rams. This is the this is the weird part for me. We had three three linebackers in the draft. And arguably the best linebacker out of the three did not get drafted. T.J. Edwards, who I was honestly a top linebacker in the nation, in my opinion. I thought he got signed. He, he did, undrafted free agent to the Eagles. Mm. But he did not get drafted. Andrew Van Ginkle went in the, in the fifth round to the Dolphins. And Ryan Connolly went in the fifth round to the Giants. I, Edwards was so much better than those two. It was so weird. I don't know if it, if if you're listening, you're a Badgers fan. Please give me your thoughts on this because I'm just I I've been flabbergasted by the fact that T.J. Edwards didn't get drafted, especially above. I I think Van Ginkle is going to be good, but I I I in Connolly, I just thought T.J. Edwards was head and shoulders above them. So I just thought that was very interesting. But anyway, oh, you guys invited Chris James, one of our running backs, to your mini camp. Oh, nice. Cool. Surprised Taiwan Deal didn't get any invites yet, but I'm sure he will. But anyway, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of quality players even still unsigned. I agree. There's quite a lot of people. Let's see who the highest person on the big board is that did not get drafted. Well, Bleacher Report's big board. Anyway. Well, yeah, that's fair. I like Ble- Tyree Jackson. Jackson, who I really like. Emmanuel Hall. That's a receiver, receiver from Mizzou. Oh, we got him. 
Did you you guys invite him or the sign him? The bear sign. Oh well. Oh yeah, that's right. You you did mention him. Good pick then. Evan Worthington. Safety. Don't know who you are. Yeah, no one really big like out of any big school or anything. Elijah Holyfield, running back out of Georgia. Someone signed him. Did it? Someone good. did sign him. Good. The he son. The, the son of a vander. Yeah. Jesus, if he didn't get signed. Someone signed him, yeah. I want to I kind of want to know who that is. Um, but anyway. Uh yeah. Someone did sign someone did sign a Vander uh a Vander's kid, so. Good. I cuz I cuz I saw that on uh on uh Twitter the other day. I'm literally looking it up right now. Panthers. Free agent deal with the Panthers. Not a bad spot for him. No. I like that. Anyway, those are our thoughts on the draft. I overall, I think Green Bay did very well. I think Jacksonville did very, very well, especially, excuse me, especially with those top three picks. And it sounds like just Chicago did very well also. Yeah, I'm stoked that that he somehow snagged Emmanuel Hall. That's an, Riley Ridley and Emmanuel Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to an already stacked receiver core. And then we get David McCall. <laughs> it is so nice. We'll see how it works out. It's so nice to have a team that knows what they're doing again got matt lafleur's debut in week one that's very true remember (laughs) personally i think green bay has gotten head and shoulders above what they were last year like just in this offseason with their four free agent signings yeah and you saw that aaron Rodgers played the entire season with a with a torn knee yeah and guess who said he should have sat out when he got hurt week one me me but no one listened to me everyone thought y'all were fine y'all weren't fine was i fine. was right he was still playing well yes well and no. he's not he wasn't playing great well like enough yeah that but he wasn't aaron you know Rodgers what? well you know what he was playing better than uh deshaun kaiser would have been playing yes that doesn't it's that doesn't that doesn't take much but st- but still he was playing well enough he wasn't playing Aaron Rodgers well enough he's a competitor he wanted to play he wanted to try to push him to the super that's, that's to great. the playoffs that's great that's i can admire that and it's that. not and it's not like hindsight it didn't damage him at all he's going to play this year it's not I, like he I, needed surgery yes but still as the season went on now now that it's over he played well you are right he did not play well enough as far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, in my opinion. No, even but when he was he injured. Was, even when he was injured, his mobility, shot, he overthrew, he overthrew a lot of footballs, probably because he didn't want to completely put I all also, his pressure on that goddamn knee. I also think, and this is me speculating, and apparently this isn't the case, but I, I believe that he was very much fed up with Mike McCarthy. <laughs> There's a there's a part of me that feels like he was trying to sabotage yeah, McCarthy. The, there's a part of that even story was it. that story was pretty damning, honestly. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm not surprised because I do take Aaron Rodgers from everything that I know of to be like the ultimate head case, but he plays it off fairly well. But he hasn't played it off fairly well recently. But still, either but anyway, way, either way, no the the North is gonna be the North is always fun, but the North is about to be real fun this year. It's gonna be interesting. But anyway, that's all the time best, we have for today. In football, called it last year. <laughs> Connor, go ahead, take us out. First round KO. Check us out on all your favorite podcast uh, services, primarily on iTunes, the podcast app, Spotify, Anchor. You know the deal. Just check us out. Uh, search us. Most likely we're there. Twitter. Follow us at FRKO Podcast. 
Follow Kyle at uh, Olson2K18. Follow follow myself. Did I say? Yeah, I keep getting mixed up between your between like your Instagram and your TikTok name. <laughs> yeah, but no, fair. I'm but no, I'm right. I'm yeah. right. Olson2K18. Follow myself at Connor Moore underscore seven. Follow here we go Yelich at here we go Yelich. Follow three count review at the number three count, count review. review. All the links in the description. In the night, actually, before I before I even go any further than that, before I even say about the next episode, hey, you guys should do me a favor. I don't know their channel, their, their official channel name yet. I will get that to you very soon. But my 16 year old sister has a vlog has a vlogging YouTube channel with her with her and her mm. best friend. Once I have the name for that, you guys should definitely check it out. They're great. Yes, they're in high school. It's a sophomore and a junior in high school navigating high school and. You get to watch the. She's a spoiled brat, but she's my spoiled brat, of of uh, of a sister and her best friend. Those two are always a riot together. They're a, they're a lot they're a lot of fun. Like they make me laugh a lot whenever I'm back at home. So, go give much go check it go check it out. Uh, told you I do it, Naya. I told you I would. All right, now that that's over, in the next step, wrestling. Back to three count review. I should I should be in attendance. To, to, will I be in attendance? Yeah, I did it solo last week. Oh, that's right. We keep we do it in the middle of the day, so I should be good to do it this Wednesday. Cool. Yeah, I just have I just either have, way. I just have an I just have an interview to do. Oh, okay. In the middle of the day, I have to interview someone from my council, but it won't take very long. So we'll either way, there. I'll be here. I'll be here. Yeah, I'll Connor be here. should be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week was just <sighs> duty calls. Michael oh. Jordan. <laughs> what? Ohio State offensive guard. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Nice. <laughs> How did you not play basketball? Oh, well, well, seeing that he's an offensive guard, I can think of a couple reasons why. Um, but <laughs> Don't even say that. Joe Thomas proved that you uh, – that no. Joe Thomas proved that you can lose – you can be whatever shape Joe you want to be. Joe Thomas looks damn good. Joe Thomas that. is an incredible – he looks like he could play linebacker now. <laughs> Probably could. All right, but yeah, three-count three count review the next time we're here. Yeah. That's the next episode. Until the next time. We will catch you. We shock the system. It's day one-ish. Stay fresh, cheese bags. That's not that. What he said is not After sipping some hot cocoa, I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, advancing the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some.